Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bio-key look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is your news for the week of July 19th, 2021. All right, we had the Spiel Kenner Spiel, and Kinderspiel and uh, Desharis. Well, the Kinder was last month, but the Kenner Spiel and the regular Spiel Desharis were announced this week. So the 2021 winners of the Spiel Desharis was Micro Macro Crime City, uh, which was by Edison Spiel, and I believe uh, Pegasus Spiel uh, is putting that one out in the U.S. Uh, this one is kind of like Where's Waldo the Crime Game. So we talked about like what each one of these games were a few episodes ago, so I'll just kind of go into the uh, the winners. But anyway, Micro Macro won the SDJ, and then there's the Kenner Spiel Desharis, which is kind of the gamer's game or the enthusiast game of the year. And the winner of this one was Paleo, which is a fine game. And it's uh, put out by uh, Hans and Gluck. I shouldn't play it down. It was, you know, after all, it was a great game and it did win. Spiel des- uh, Kenner Spiel des Jahres. Uh, it is made by Peter Rushmeyer, uh, And I believe uh, the uh, the publisher is Hans M. Gluck. But, and um, also I think it's uh, Z-Man Games is the one that's putting it out this year. And it's just, it's a decent game. It's just nowhere near Ruin- Lost Ruins of Arnak by Czech Games Edition, which by, by all my accounts uh, should have won the Kenner Spiel of Stars. But anyway, it's not the first time that I disagreed with uh, SDJ or KDJ, uh, and it probably won't be the last either. But anyway, check out both of those games, Paleo and uh, Lost Ruins of Arnak. And of course, the Kinder Spiel of Stars, which is the children's game of the year. That was Dragomino uh, by Bruno Cathala, uh, Marie Fort, and Willafred Fort, uh, and is put out by uh, Blue Orange and I believe Pegasus Spiel as well on that one. So let's get to the usual Marvel Champions release. I think once a month I like to put out these. Marvel Champions is releasing the another uh, hero, which is going to be War Machine, this one. Now, he's got our pre-built deck. It's going to focus on the leadership aspect, and it's going to focus. Those cards are going to be tons of weapons and upgrades and such. And it looks like it's going to have some sort of ammo mechanic for when he goes back and forth between War Machine and Rhodey. Uh, he'll have like a little bit of an ammo mechanic, which I guess will trigger a lot of his weapons and such. Uh, this one, as usual, will be $15. Uh, and I think they'll probably have a play mat. I didn't see anything listed there, but they'll, uh, but it'll be $15 as usual. And that one looks really, really cool. Uh, some great art. And uh, of course, they'll have uh, things like Tony Stark and uh, I do believe uh, Black Panther will be kind of allies that are in his deck as well. Restoration Games made a bunch of uh, big announcements uh, in, a, in a big kind of uh, industry kind of press conference last week. Uh, the first thing they've got is Battle of Legends Volume 2. Now, that is for the unmatched game. There'll be four new heroes, which will be in that one. Uh, Yeniga, uh, Sun Wukong, and uh, Bloody Mary, and Achilles, which comes with Petrolicus. Uh, that's going to be a set that'll be out uh, in quarter four of this year. Uh, they'll also going to be releasing, they mentioned that they're going to have target exclusive, well, target kind of, uh, release, uh, for downforce and fireball Island. So these will kind of be, uh, smaller kind of box versions. Cause both of those games are a little bigger. I think downforce doesn't have to be too small, but I think they're redoing it a little bit to make it a little more family friendly or more, uh, you know, approachable games. I believe they're both going to be about 35 to $40 at target and they should be out, uh, later this summer, I do believe. Uh, I believe the Downforce will be out first, and I think the Fireball Island one will be out uh, later this year. Uh, there's also going to be, they've also said that they did start uh, production on Return to Dark Tower, which was the Kickstarter from about last year. But uh, as we've covered in the past, the shipping is getting a little bit nuts as far as being able to get containers. Everything is getting hard, getting back and forth over the seas uh, from China with all the production. So uh, it remains to be seen when things, you know, it's kind of the old blizzard thing. It's it's done when it's done or it gets here when it gets here. So we'll see when everything gets here off the boat. Uh, that's when a lot of these games will be getting there. But 
they were hoping to get fulfillment within the next couple of months, but I believe it, who knows, maybe the end of the year, maybe the beginning of next year for the return to Dark Tower. And boy, I can't wait to get my hands on my copy of that one. Uh, they've also announced that they're going to, uh, they're restoring or doing their kind of restoration games treatment of Key to the Kingdom, which was an older game uh, from 1990 from Paul Bennett. This one, the new one is getting uh, Matt, the Ben Rossett and Matthew O'Malley treatment. Uh, they're going to be uh, kind of putting that one out, you know, redesigning that one a little bit more, again, a little more modern take on it. So a little more easy to, a little more gamery game, uh, you know, a little bit easier to play and such. Uh, and again, that one will be here when it's here. Uh, next up, we've got Sid Saxon's way old, that would way old, 1992 card game, Buried Treasure, uh, is being brought back by them, uh, Restoration Games, and it's called Buried Treasure, kind of like strawberry or blueberry and such. So it's got that, uh, you know, pie theme to it uh and that one will be out uh later this year as well nice little card game very 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 cool little card game and everything the old sid saxon way a lot of great mechanics easy to learn difficult to master and just really replayability uh out the wazoo you really just want to keep playing it and playing it uh the next thing they announced is a and this was one that was really hinted at for a while and people were really clamoring for it Thunder Road. They're remaking the old 1980s game, uh, old Milton Bradley game, Thunder Road, and they're putting it out. Uh, And again, just like I said about some of these other games, uh, it's going to be a little more advanced and it's going to be some die rolling. Of course, a lot, a ton of fun because you're going to be shooting at each other's in in cars and wrecking cars and such. So it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, Thunder Road Vendetta. I think it's going to have a October Kickstarter. Uh, And also the other Kickstarter that they tease is is uh and i've been waiting for restoration to come out with this one crossbows and catapults will be coming out for restoration games and that kickstarter will be i believe early uh to mid next year uh sometime there uh to be able to put that one out as far as on the kickstarter and we'll see how that one looks and one of my favorite games growing up just i remember being in my my basement just throwing stuff around and, and using the crossbows and just shooting things all over the place uh let's get it let's keep going here uh direwolf digital has announced an expansion to Dune Imperium, which will be called Dune Imperium Rise of X. Uh, that is for the Dune Imperium, which is the kind of the deck building board game. Uh, one of my favorite games of last year. Uh, this is supposed to be out sometime the holiday season. So I guess maybe uh, November or December for this one. Uh, so you've got three new houses with new unique leader abilities. There's going to be more technologies uh, for a strategic advantage for the planet X. Uh, you're going to have dreadnoughts that are going to rule the skies. So I believe dreadnoughts are going to be kind of another piece that you'll be able to put on the board uh there'll be infiltrators and out you know dispatch subtle infiltrators to outmaneuver your opponents and dominate the imperium in a new epic game mode for a more intense high stake cat challenge uh i'm really i don't know what that means but i'm really looking forward to it because uh whatever kind of brings a little bit more kind of intrigue and such to it uh dune imperium was a great great game and they really have this really cool thing where you kind of get to, you got to get to 10 victory points and it, and it plays pretty quick and uh you know one of four players plays it's just one to two hours but it does play pretty quick for this type of game in my opinion uh but you're getting uh you know you got to get up to 10 victory points but there's a really cool you know just kind of every point matters in such in in that so if they can make it you know seem to kind of plateau in that eight point range uh where the game kind of you know you're really fighting for every little piece, but kind of stalled a little bit there. So I'm wondering if that's what they're they're doing here is bring a little something to make that game come a little bit closer uh, or an easier kind of end to it there. Next up, Blizzard and Z-Man Games are going to be putting out World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King, a pandemic game. So uh, that's a it's a mouthful there, but uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of information as far as when, you know, they said sometime this fall, but again, 
uh, when it's ready. That's between Blizzard and also when games get here. So we'll see it when we see it. Uh, so hopefully sometimes fall or at very least early next year. Again, there's not a lot of info, but I, I did see the board on the, uh, I believe it was the, uh, uh, the Wowhead article. Uh, the board kind of looks like a combination of Pandemic and Defenders of the Realm, but it really has a really good Warcraft feel to it. But the minis look amazing. And, you know, I just having that Pandemic feel and, and having with the World of Warcraft, I'm really excited to see how this one turns out and maybe it can kind of reinvigorate that whole Pandemic game game line and also bring it to some people that maybe not have tried that uh, in the past yet or tried it yet and could bring that to the, to the masses as well. And finally, in the regular news, Capstone Games has announced that they're bringing the old Kickstarter uh, that came out a couple years ago, or I think it fulfilled earlier this year or last year. It's called Rift Force. This is a game by Carl Bortolini, and I believe he put it out with one more games on a Kickstarter. Uh, and I think it's uh, overseas. It's uh, under Asthma Day, but uh, Capstone Games is going to be putting it out over here uh, with art by Miguel Coimbra. This is a two-player kind of card game. Uh, plays in about 30 minutes. Really cool little uh, tactical kind of, you know, deck construction kind of fighting card game. It's a dueling card game. Uh, what you do is you, you each player is going to grab four guilds of the 10, and you're going to kind of fight. And you're going to get some area control. Uh, and, of course, you've got the... Uh, deck construction in a way because it is kind of putting these guilds together but as as you kind of play more and more of these games you'll really see how those guilds will kind of play off of each other and and how they have the different combos each time you put things together uh this really looks pretty cool uh i don't know a whole lot about it other than you know other than what i kind of mentioned uh but i do like this sort of game where you're kind of almost playing like smash up in a way where you're taking uh, you know, four of the 10 guilds and somebody else is taking four of the 10 and kind of drafting them and then seeing how everything plays out as you're playing that area controlled over the different locations out there. So uh, this one looks pretty good. Uh, didn't see, I think it's out uh, later this year. I think they said September and it should be about $30 uh, for that. Let's head into some Kickstarters now. First up, I wanted to mention uh, Top Pop. This is a, the bottle cap stacking game. This is a strategic card game where players elevate their soda pop companies by stacking bottle caps on city cards. Uh, this one is about half funded, and it's got about three weeks to go. This is by Talent Strike Studios and two friends of mine. This is uh, by Mark McGee and Joshua Mills. Uh, plays. Uh, this is a very family weight game. Plays in about an hour or a little less than an hour and two to five players. So that takes place in kind of the 60s and the soda pop wars. And of course, they'll have like unique names that are kind of just a little bit takeoffs of your regular uh, soda names out there. It's got a, a Three Down and uh, Dr. Berry and R&R Root Beer and Squeeze and Royal Queen. Very cool. Uh, so you basically, it's kind of has this uh, push and pull with kind of an auction mechanic where you're, you're fighting over different locations of where you're kind of putting your soda out there. Very easy to learn, very, uh, very easy to teach, easy to learn, but there's a lot of depth there. So to get in on this one, it's only $25. That'll get you to stretch goals and Kickstarter exclusives, exclusives. Uh, there's also a retail pledge for any uh, FLGSs, and you can also go in with people and get a six-pack uh, as well for that. But it uh, needs a little bit of help. Uh, again, it's got plenty of time, so sh- this one should fund, but it's only about halfway to its $10,000 goal. Uh, these guys are great. They're good designers. They're from the Game Designers of North Carolina uh, right out here. Uh, but all, and also talent strikes does a lot of good, you know, they talent strike studios do, do very good artwork and they do a lot of good. Their, their production value on their games is excellent as well. Another game here, uh, second one up is Distilled. This one is by Paverson Games. Uh, this is about kind of making 
Uh, it's a spirited strategy game is what they say. It's a highly thematic medium weight Euro game about crafting alcoholic spirits in a distillery for one to five players. Uh, the gameplay takes exploration from real world distillery processes with resource management, recipe fulfillment, and tableau building and mitigate your luck mechanics. And what it kind of means by mitigate your luck is kind of there's a mechanic in here where as you're distilling things, you're kind of putting the cards and you're shuffling and you have to take off kind of part of the top and part of the bottom of the deck. So you really want to mitigate your luck there because you don't want to lose all your good ingredients. Uh, I talked with David from Man vs. Meeple, and he has en- said he's enjoyed this game. I haven't got a chance to play this one, but he did say he really enjoyed this game. I do like the art in here. Uh, I do like the theme, and uh, from looking at a couple of videos of gameplay, it does look like a very fun, uh, very cool Euro. Again, uh, probably, probably about lighter to medium weight Euro uh, uh, of this one. And this is about $55 to get out on it to get the, uh, the base pledge, uh, and you get all the stretch goals and such. There's also... A signature blend all in, which gives you metal coins, coaster set, uh, and a few other, uh, and a little expansion as well. And there's a retail pledge as usual there. Uh, This one looks really cool. Again, check that one out, Distilled. Next up, we have Bantam West. Now, this one, as they say, is a immersive sim adventure board games for two to four players set in the wild frontier. This one's got about three weeks to go. Well, well, funny. This one is over $200,000. This one has that sandbox feel. Uh, has it's a it's in the uh, wild west has a sandbox feel to it where you've kind of have everybody kind of gets these cards to start off where you're trying to you know, do different uh quests and such but uh you know you start off with a little bit of a way to go but since it is a sandbox you could pretty much do whatever the heck you want in this one uh looks very very cool uh there to to get in on it it is for two to four players it's going to play into probably about uh, you know, they say about an hour to two hours, but since it is sandboxy, it could take a little while. Uh, there's other set, there's other game modes and such. And again, medium weight has that Civ feel. So hey, sign me up. Again, this one uh, is ninety seven dollars to get in on this one. Uh, there's also a larger, larger one which has an upgrade pack and metal coins. But I do like this sort of thing where you're kind of you know rolling dice, getting your you know player powers. You're, you're uh, trying to pass different uh, skill checks and such, and just kind of a story really erupt. I do like this feel in these different types of simulation type board games, especially the old west is a is a theme that I absolutely love. So that one is Bantam West. Uh, and there's about three and a half weeks to go there. And finally, we have a game called Tailmore. Now, what's cool about this one? They call it the Scan and Play Dungeon Crawler board game. It says, explore dangerous dungeons on a tabletop, fight epic battles on your phone, and venture in Tailmore by scanning QR codes. This one's got about three and a half weeks to go, and it is almost funded. It needs about three more thousand to go. Uh, each one of these to get in on it, this one will be about $59 to get on it, or you can get uh, some exclusive with an expansion, some other exclusives for about $80. And there is a retail uh, pledge for $100. Now, this is for one to six players, plays in about 16 to 90 minutes. Uh, and this is kind of what you would expect in a kind of dungeon crawl. But what the thing that I really like is these different cards and the kind of the dungeon tiles that each have QR codes on it. So you're going to be scanning them and depending on what items you have and maybe what kind of the loot tokens and, and such and which monsters are in each one of these kind of locations, they have different type of battles that will erupt, you know, and also depending on what players are playing and what you've got kind of your equipment. So I think this is a pretty unique little thing. You know, some people don't really like using their phone or an app with a game, but I think this kind of could bring uh, a different type of immersion and fun to it. And, and who knows, maybe could even uh, speed it up a little bit for kind of the, the players that don't want to take forever to do like a dungeon crawl. This could kind of speed that up with the app and such, but, and also could uh, bring some really good replayability and who knows, they could probably even put uh, a lot of different uh, 
you know, a lot of different quests and such into the game from afar. This is cool that it's put out by uh, three brothers, uh, the Delventhal brothers, Eli, Will, and Zach. Uh, Delventhal, their, uh, their company goes by is Delve Brothers. Uh, and this looks like their first game they put out, but uh, this looks pretty cool. Like I said, check this one out. Uh, it is not really all that expensive, $59 to get in on that one. So uh, four really solid games to check out. Top Pop, Distilled, Bantam West, and Tailmore for the Kickstarter uh, there. Hey, thanks for joining me this week. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at KeepJockDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And check out the Geek All-Stars podcast where I do, uh, you know, talk about a little bit of everything, uh, board games, card games, and anything else geeky we really want to talk about. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in another two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.